Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out-of-this-world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. I love that man's voice, and I love when he says my name, even though he doesn't say it well. He tries. He says it better than my husband, actually, which cracks me up. So so thank you to the uh, voice of my commercials. It's kind of sexy to hear you introduce me. Just say my name. That's right. Just say it again. Say it again, voice on my commercials. Do it. It's good times. I just want to welcome all you guys to this crazy, crazy show, this crazy, crazy world where we get to experience pleasure. It's a crazy world. I'm sure there are other planets where there is pleasure, but I know that we have the option for it on this planet. If I do go into a Texan accent, it's only because my producer and my guest tonight are both from Texas or are living in Texas. So the Texan drawl might show up just totally accidentally because I can't help it when I talk to those two. And five minutes before the show, we were on, and I almost went Texas on them. I'm just like, have my own accent. Be my own accent today. Okay, breathe it up. <laughs> so welcome, pleasure seekers. You guys are all pleasure seekers. That's what had you choosing this show, because you're pleasure seekers. You're geniuses, and you like pleasure, and that's why I like you. And tonight, we're going to have a conversation about relationships and I'm having this conversation with a woman I absolutely adore, and I'm so glad she's back on the show, and she's bringing her visibility back to the planet, and we're having the return of reverent relationships tonight. That's so cool. And who is this person? Well, this person is my guest, Rhonda Burns, and Rhonda has had her own show on this station um, she had it for several years and uh, under different names. So the last um, the last incarnation of her show was the Tenacious Mix, coming undone with the Tenacious Mix. So you can find her shows under that as well. You can find some of her stuff. Um, though she has evolved since then and her work has evolved. But that'll give you kind of if you love her voice and you want to listen to it more, that's another way to have a listen in. Or you can call her and have sessions with her because I know that's crazy. What a choice. You could just talk to her for a whole hour. And tonight the question that questions that we're addressing, when I read the title that um Rhonda proposed to me, I thought Oh, have you ever even wondered what's going on with relationships these days? They're so different than they were, you know, 40, 20, even 10 years ago, 100 years ago. I love talking to people about their relationships and what their relationships were like when they were teens. And I have a client that's 95, and I love talking to him about all things sex and relationship from, like, what has come up in his life through all the different ages. It's just amazing and even what he's seen as like sexual revolutions in his in his embodiment. 
So we're going to be talking about what's going on with relationships and how can any of us be who we be in relationships? How do you do that when there's so many rules being inflicted and and placed on everybody about how to behave and how do we show up and love each other? And what's expected of men in relationships and what's expected of women in relationships? And what if we started a whole different way of being in relationships? So we're going to have a look at the return of reverent relationships, reverent, with my friend, and she's an awesome coach too, Rhonda Byrne. She's a successful and obnoxiously happy soulpreneur, single parent, and she travels and likes to go fast in the world, go, go, go. Not adrenaline junkie, but likes to go fast junkie. She's formerly known as a dynamically different leading-edge men's relationship coach and mentor and is on a mission to foster and facilitate reverent relationships. So boys out there, boys and men, boys who would like to be men and men who act like boys and would like to be more like men, maybe I ought to give Rhonda a little chat up. Contact her. Find out what's going on to assist you there. She moves through the world playfully, lovingly flirting and busting outdated beliefs that hinder deeper connection and intimacy with our true selves and others. Her own joy evokes joy in others through her twinkling eyes and deeply dimpled smile. It's so true. She loves her time on virtual and physical stages, entertaining audiences with enthusiasm and a lot of jazz hands, teaching, speaking, coaching, writing, and play, playing full out every minute of it. She invites everyone she meets to stand in adoration, awe, and deep respect of themselves. And hint, hint, her too. It's all good. You can deeply have awe and respect for her too. As the most important reverent relationship we can cultivate is the one we have with ourselves. And then it's fun to just, you know, have that with others too. So welcome, sweet Rhonda. I'm so glad to have you back on the show. I, I was going to look at the date of the last time we had a show together, and I think it's been a couple years. So it's quite cool oh to have God. you back. Yeah. It's so good to be with you. Thanks for having me. And I was just cracking up. I was trying to be quiet while you were reading. <laughs> I miss you. It's so fun to be on your show. Awesome. Fun to play with you. Thank you. So, Rhonda, my big question for you is what is um, – like, what inspired you to be looking at reverent relationships? Great question. <laughs> um, let me summarize this as quickly as I can. So, um, as with all of us, my life has been just one big experiment after the other. And what I finally came to realize, understand, and acknowledge for myself is I have been an observer of relationships since I came in onto the planet. And what I was really seeing a theme of is in even like my familial relationships, my parents both are on marriage number four. I think both of them are going to stick. As I've watched my friendships and other people's relationships and that I have two marriages under my belt and I've been on the dating scene on and off for, you know, close to 12 years, et cetera, I just kept having this underlying sense of, man, something's missing. Something's just amiss. And in my own searching for answers and being a very deep questioner and a deep explorer, I I kept hearing this this question that would emerge from within me, and it was like, where's the reverence? And I really noticed it when I've been on dating sites and alternative-type sites. And I have no judgment of what people choose, but for myself, I was like, 
I really would prefer a whole lot more reverence. And for those of you who don't really know what that means, it simply means awe, adoration, and deep respect. And as I was looking at how I function with others, especially with animals and with nature and with bodies and with babies and, and young ones, it's very easy for me to be that. And that's really how I show up with people. But when it came to adults, we don't do it all that well. It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. And so I really challenged myself to get really clear on what was most important to me. If I'm going to live another 50 years, which I plan to do, it's like, what's going to actually work for me? And the, the topic of reverence really just resonated through everything. So I made a choice and I made an answer to a soul calling, if you will. And I said, yeah, I'm going to start fostering and facilitating that for myself because I determined that while I was being that for a lot of other people, I wasn't really being it for myself, not to the depth Mm. that it needed to take place. So I had to do a lot of excavation and uh, reclamation, if you will. And so now I actually have the the container that's built to to support and, and assist those that are ready to do some of the same type work for themselves. Because as you were saying in the intro, um, when we do it for ourselves, when we're really letting that shine and pour through, it does pour out for others. It does contribute to others. So hopefully that answered the question a little bit as to where that came from. Awesome. I love that because I think in general, if we if we take the sex out of the thought of the relationships so that it's not just relationships that have to be um, ones that end up being uh, marriage or, or something where you have like a like a partnership in that way. You could have reverent mm-hmm. relationships with your children. You could have reverent relationships with your parents, with your anyone in your family, really. Like you, you could have them with your friends, right? So reverent relationships. I think it's very uh, all encompassing. Like it's it's um, it's amazing way to sort of bring an energy into relationships that has everybody just really enjoy each other more. And I I had somebody once say to me, I guess they saw how I look at my husband and they were like, wow, I wish I had somebody that looks at me the way that you look at him. And I was like, really? Like, what is that? And I guess I, I do, I love, I... I look at, I do, I know I look at him with awe. Sometimes I'm like, wow, you're actually choosing to be here with me. Like, I feel so <laughs> grateful for you. Like, wow, yeah. you showed up again this morning. You didn't run away on me. This is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, get crazier by the hour and you're still here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, as to that, I love that. It's not just with people. And I have a really funny story as to how this really kind of took hold. Um it also applies to to money, to your finances. Mm-hmm. It applies to your physical body and your health and well-being. It applies to your professional careers, to the earth, to your – like everything. And as you said, it. it is an energy. It's a frequency. So I am one of these crazy chicks who gets really happy finding money on the street. Me I will too. cross the road for a penny. So I was walking, I walked pretty much every day. Like, it's just one of those things that makes me giddy just because. There's no other reason for it. It just adds happiness to my day. And I was walking one day, and there was a penny that was kind of, like, stuck in this tarry kind of gooey stuff on this one road. And I couldn't get it out. So 
So I started to walk away, and I went, oh, fuck no. And I turned around. I found something to, like, chisel it out of this tar. <laughs> and, and I find money that has been beaten up and broken, and Aww. it's been discarded. And I keep, I would say, where is the reverence? Like, people, they just, it's like throwaway. And I have this huge container of throwaway money that gives me so much joy. So to what your point, it's where's the reverence with everyone and everything? Because what I know is we are reverence. We are that vibrational essence from the source. And that's where we are now. So here we go. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I Thank stopped you. for nickels because we don't have pennies in Canada anymore. But That's if I right. do see pennies, I get really excited. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> the rarity in Canada, right? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> wow, you definitely crossed the street for a penny. <laughs> it could be, you know, be like super valuable. It's so weird. <laughs> so uh, I love the energy and the idea of having reverence for money. Uh, I've seen my daughter uh, be that energy. And even when I saw her do it, I was like, she's on to something. I knew she was on to something. And she was about three. And we had gone uh, to to church. And some of the people that we met up with had been people who hadn't met her yet, because we don't live near uh, a Serbian church. She has only gone for different events randomly in her life. And on this particular occasion, it was like Serbian Christmas. So it's like January freaking cold out. And we're all in this, like, you know, huddled up in this environment. And my dad's bringing all his friends over to meet Siva. And they're all in awe of her. Um, most people get in awe of her, which is really cute because she gets I'm in awe, awe of them. I've right gotten to meet her. <laughs> I love Siva. She's amazing. She's funny. And she gets in awe of people, too. She was in awe of my cousin's smell yesterday. And my cousin was leaving our house. And she's like, Auntie Cousin, you just have this amazing smell. I just want to smell you. Can I smell you again before you leave? And she's just sniffing her out before she left. <laughs> it just made my cousin so happy to be so enjoyed. It was so awesome. But when when she was like three, we were at this church, and um, somebody gave her money. Somebody, it was like one of my dad's friends gave her $50, and in Canada, those are pink. And Ziva, her joy, like her joy level was so rising, and she grabbed that $50, and she rubbed it all over her body. It started at her head, and she just smeared it, like smothered her whole body and just rubbed it all the way down, like down her legs. And she just went, oh, I love pink money. And it just <laughs> made everybody around watching her laugh. And they slapped down more cash. She walked out of church with 200 bucks cash just from her on yeah. reverence of money. I'm like, yeah. uh, that is what I would like to have with money. Like, I get, yeah. and people just give her cash. Like, she can just walk around and people just give her cash. That That is a reality I like to have. And um, apparently, according to something in her human design, which I'm going to find out more about, apparently money just for her, just you just ask for it and it shows up. And for the rest of it, we're like, how? <laughs> but apparently for her, that's the reality. Yeah, human design, I, yeah. bet I was picking up on that. And that's the beauty, right? She's just being the energy and, and the, the design of Viva, and it shows up. And it's available for all of us. Some of us have a little bit more... Um, access to it, if you will. But yeah, it really is that simple. But it's, you know, what we've made it to be and how all the stories we tell, etc. like that gets in the way. But again, it can be undone. So 
I love that story. Pink money. I'm having it. <laughs> I love pink money. <laughs> it's really oh, cute. Man. It's Good. it's fun to love. It's just fun to love money and have that reverence and awe. And I, you know, when I, I sometimes when people will like leave my office, although I did it in front of a client one day so they could get like the energy of money love and they paid me and I took the money they gave me and I was like, wow, just amazing. Look at this money. Look at this brown money and pink money. And it's just so beautiful. And they're like, they thought I was a little wacko, but they're like, okay, I get that that's a totally different way to be with money. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. But I also love U.S. money. Like, I love currencies and I love that they all feel different. So, yeah. I, you know, American money is just as beautiful as Canadian. It's just different. So it doesn't have to be colorful, but I love it all. It's beautiful. And I'm willing to, like, have all of it in my life. It would be really fun if I could have, like, wallpaper of, of $100 bills just because they're beautiful. You know? It'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you can in and rub your hands on it. Yeah. You know, rub, oh, rub your boobies yeah. on it. And <laughs> I love it. I love that. So, um, yeah, and I... I think, you know, just having like money on my body and just like the reverence for money to just really enjoy it. It's been such a, a unique experience in the last like year or so for me with money is just that I've had this crazy, amazing relationship blossom with money. Um, and and people are like strangely really happy to give me money these days, but I'm really happy to receive it. Where I got that before, I was kind of like, I don't really, I would feel kind of like guilty about charging people or something. I knew I was worth it, but I would worry about their finances, um, right. you know, before like being really confident about like, yeah, actually, I'm I'm in awe of me, of what I just created. So having reverence for you will actually allow other people to have reverence for you. Um, is kind of where I'm going on that. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of and fun, for right? anybody, yeah, for anybody who hasn't heard reverence, you can also interject or or exchange the word love. Love has a lot of definitions, and it's got a lot. You know, it can be really cliche at times, but the more self love, self reverence you have for yourself, the greater your money flows are going to be. And for me, I can tell you, I had so much reverence for others. But I didn't actually know and understand how much stuff I had really down in the bedrock foundational elements of me that I had some points of view about my own reverence, my own love, my own worth and value. And it took a really deep excavation to get to them. But I can tell you that when you do choose to function from that level of self-reverence, awe, adoration, deep respect, regardless of what anybody else is thinking or doing, when you do that, Everything changes. Everything changes for the better. Everything increases. Everything amplifies. It's not a new message. It might just be a different word today, but it's the same message. But again, I got it when I got it in the way that I got it. And yeah, money was actually my catalyst for me getting the messages I needed to get. So money's a really fun one to play with. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Rhonda. That's an, that's beautiful. And I you know I actually prefer the word reverence to love Ditto. because of those yeah. multiple meanings, and there is some energy about it to me too that um, it's actually more more of a demand 
uh, to me, there's more of a demand behind it to truly be present. Where love is kind of like, oh, I love ice cream. Oh, I love this. It doesn't. You don't have to really be present to love something. You can kind of just fly off the handle loving anything, or at least that's how people present love these days. But with reverence, there's to me there's like a requirement of extreme presence. So that's I think the number that, one um, in the core element. Yeah, yeah. agree, one hundred percent for sure. I love that. Beautiful. You up on that. Yeah. So I think that's really fun. And I would love to dive into more of that whole concept of reverence and relationships. I'd also like to look at um, what it is that you're finding that um, how some of the men that you're talking to are responding to this concept of reverence. I'd like to hear like what their take on it is. Um, we're going to head to our first commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back with our guest, Rhonda Burns, after these messages. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. If you guys are in the chat room, you're going to get some real uh, super sexy talk about lying naked on cash. But you're going to have to join us in the chat room, which means if you're listening to the live show and not the podcast, you're going to join us on Inspired Choices Network. You're going to click on that chat room and join us for some fun and uh, interesting conversations all about what we like to do with cash. And some of them I'm not going to reveal to you because you're just going to have to make your way over and come and uh, check us out. And then you can also call in with questions 
for Rhonda or myself or both of us, you can just call in and be like, I love money and hang up. It's cool. You can be like, I'm interested in reverent relationships and hang up. But we're, we're cool with that. You can just be you and be crazy and it's all good. It's the pleasure zone. If it turns you on, please choose it. So before uh, we went to commercial break, my question um, that I was posing to Rhonda is, uh, about the men and the men who've been coming to see her. And I'm just wondering what the feedback is from from men uh, regarding reverent relationships. Do they like it? Are they interested? Yeah. Great question. You know, it's a very interesting time in our evolution. And the women's empowerment movement is in full swing. If nobody got the memo, I'm just telling you. <laughs> so as women, we've been taking care of, you know, um, outdated paradigms and patriarchal messages and you know we're dealing with our stuff if you will and what I okay so confession time since we confess it um, I have been playing personally with men in a very intimate nature for about five and a half years and I never really wanted to cross lines and I, I understand why now but without fail the men that find me and that we have chosen to dance together in the ways that we do, and, and most of them turn into coaching relationships, they are so hungry for something different. Now, most men, because of the way they've been raised and the way that they've been conditioned and, you know, the emotional landscape that they really haven't been taught to cultivate, and so they tuck that shit away, so many of them are hungry to be able to to, to speak openly and honestly. And so the men that find me, because I don't have judgment, because um, much like Ziva, I have this thing in my design that I just kind of draw people in and I have this natural essence that allows people to come in easily and I let them be themselves. And so these men pour their hearts out to me. They pour their wants and their desires out to me in places they've never potentially shared them in other places because they don't really feel like they have the the space or the venue or the container to do that safely and to work through that. So in my experience, it is well overdue that men start to to have these conversations with themselves and for themselves because they really, truly are deeply wanting a deeper, more honest, authentic connection with a woman. And here's what I can tell you, fellas. You want to get a woman wet. <laughs> you want to get a woman turned on. You want to have a really good time in a deeply connected sexual way. Um, do do your emotional homework. Do your, you know, clean your stuff up. And it's a process. But for me, every man I've ever touched has walked away better for it. And um, <laughs> hashtag clean your stuff up. Thanks, Keisha. Yeah, so... Hopefully that answered your question, Melissa. I love that. I love that you have the capacity to like, you might have ended up on a date, but they end up being your coaching <laughs> clients because you're like, well, let's just get this straight. This isn't really working. And this is probably some of the reasons why. Let's look at your human design and then we're going to coach the crap out of you and send you on your way. And then you're going to have we're better actually, relationships. Yeah. I just drop a little <laughs> question. I love a little question in their universe that literally unravels yeah. and they're like, what the fuck do I do with this question? I'm like, you tell me, what would you like to do with that? You know, I, I just, just like, I can't not do that anymore. One of my issues is that I withheld all of this observational information I had for so long. And it's like, okay, that, that time is over. So 
you know, I am here, and I know there are many great people out there working with the the audiences as they are, but I have such an affection for men, and yeah, they can be jackasses, just like we women can be crazy bitches, whatever, but I have such an affection for men, and I want to help in whatever way I can, you know, to so that they can find more of what they seek, whether it's a relationship with a person or a better relationship with their professional career or money or whatever it may be, right? So, yeah, there you have it. (laughs) Beautiful. I think there are, and there are so many men out there that will be just so grateful to know that, you know, there's at least one woman in the world who's got their back. Um, this is actually one of the feedbacks I get about this show is I've had quite a few men who I don't I've never even met, but some that I do know. But a lot of them, uh, their feedback to me is always, thank you so much for having men's backs. I'm like, wow, you're welcome. I don't know why I wouldn't. But <laughs> I guess there there is that. Um, it yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's not not happening a lot. So. To the to the men out there, sometimes we do call you boys, but it's okay because you know you can always be coached up to be men. It's all good. We've got coaches all over this station, and Rhonda is actually one of our producers, and she's um, she also has lots of shows. So remember to listen to her shows from from her tenacious minx coming on Dundays, and also remember to contact her can you let them know Rhonda how how can these men find you so that they can improve their lives absolutely thank you and the old shows I think I've had three or four incarnations there will be a new show coming forward on reverent relationships because it's it's just time so stay tuned for that but reverentrelationships.com is the website and that's r-e-v e-r-e-n-t relationships with an s.com um, you can learn a little bit about me. You can learn a, a little bit about what I stand for. There is a contact form you can subscribe to and get on the email list, and that will be where I share upcoming, you know, new shows, feedback for from when I make appearances such as here. And um, and I, if it's cool, I can go ahead and share that for anybody that listens to the show. I want to offer this. Um, if you want. To a discovery session, which I do for free, um, 30 minutes. If you want to just kind of vet out where you're at, what you may be looking for, just to see if there's a potential for us to to hang, to coach, you know, maybe, you know, change some stuff. Uh, for anybody who mentions the show, I am going to take that half hour up to an hour for free um, because I like to connect with people. It's important for me to kind of get under the hood and determine if it's a good fit. So you can set that up, just send me an email. There's a link on the website, reverentrelationships.com. So that's one of the things I have to offer for folks that mention the show and um, reach out. So I would love, gentlemen, bring it on. (laughs) I I love it. What a deal of a lifetime for those of you listening. You have, if you, if you do know the deal of a lifetime you're getting, you are going to be contacting Rhonda. If you have no idea about the deal of a lifetime you're getting on that offer of half an hour to an hour coaching, I guess you just can't receive the awesomeness that she could facilitate for you. So maybe next life, maybe next life you'll have more joy in relationships and more reverent relationships. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, boys. Sorry about your luck. Step up, fellas. Step up. Come on now. All right, step up bring it on, let it hang, let it, you know, all that, let it just be, let it just be good time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to behave a little. (laughs) 
That's just silly. We're on we're on the pleasure zone. If you're behaving, I'm not zone. doing okay, my job. <laughs> I'm so not doing my job here. <laughs> so, so my other question about um, the whole concept of reverent relationships, I'm I'm wondering how and like what do you perceive around the future of relationships? Is this something that you know, when you're talking about reverent relationships, I see there's this energy in it that you are desiring to create a certain, like a, there's an energy about the future that you would like to create. So I'm just wondering from your uh, awareness, what is it that you see in the future with relationships if people were choosing reverent relationships? Oh, absolutely. I love that question. What I perceive and what I feel and what I sense and what I know is, is, uh, multifaceted. So first, um, if people, and I'll specifically men, but if people want to have thrival and satisfaction, deep satisfaction, and have lives that actually work with ease and grace and kindness, this is necessary the the evolution of who we are as a, as a collective consciousness is moving so fast. And the old ways, the old paradigms are breaking down. And there is going to be a major shift coming in about 2027-ish. Um, and this evolution is taking place. So it's, it's kind of like get on the bus or you're going to get left behind. And so mm-hmm. for me, um, the, the, the level of kindness, the level of presence, the level of truth-telling, like honest communication, clear communication with one another is so necessary. And so my future, the one I'm building, because I have a 14-year-old son I'm raising, and you want to talk about like what it, like knowing what he's got access to now at that age, it's a little scary and daunting at days, but it's like, you know what? He's, he's the future. What do I want to help? prepare him to create. And so that's really where I keep my focus. So, um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Like, get on the bus, you're going to get left behind. <laughs> Life gets easier and more fun and juicy and pleasurable when you are functioning from reverence because it's our mm. true nature. <laughs> and I love you become more... Go ahead. Sorry, bud. I love that um that you've said you've mentioned it a few times that our true nature is being reverent. And I wonder what stopped us from continuing that. Conditioning. Or and, and in human design they call it homogenization. We've been conditioned mm-hmm. as a collective and these these generational patterns have been running for so long. It's in our DNA and so we're having to really undo that conditioning. And when we start to get these glimpses of it and we start to sense it and feel it and taste it and touch it and then it's reflected back to us and then we see how our attraction factor just exponentializes, it gets really heady and we're like, oh, I want way more of this. Well, that's our, that's how we're designed. But again, we're, mm-hmm. we're having to get back to that state and that's what many of us are working with and, and to and towards. So, yeah. Conditioning, yeah, it can do some crazy things. 
totally. The only thing we really need conditioner for is like our hair. The rest of it can go away. Sexy lots of hair. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just condition my hair. <laughs> So for those of you who are wondering, like, what did she mean by, uh, you know, getting back to, you know, moving from the conditioning, Rhonda, is that something that you assist people with in your coaching is uh, assisting them from moving out of their conditioning through using tools like the human design tools and other coaching tools? Um, is that like one of your primary focuses or is that something that just kind of slips in there or how how do you approach these? What are some of um, the steps that you are aware of that are are required to get people out of this conditioning? Yeah. Well, most of us are working off autopilot and we are going through our days responding in ways that are just very much same day in and day out. And so when people show up in a coaching um, situation, we basically kind of do an examination like, hey, what's up? You know, what's bugging you? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? We just kind of do a um, at a top-level examination, and then based on what the person's looking for or what they're really desiring in, in an outcome, um, I have a plethora of bodies of work to pull from. I have a plethora of tools and techniques, but usually the, the beautiful thing is it's simply dialogue. It's very present communication and dialogue with that person, and I actually work in more of an immersive. I, when people come on board with me, they get all of my time for nine days. They can coach with me wow. once a week or they can coach with me five days a week. They can coach with me 30 minutes or 90. Like it, it's geared to the individual based on what they're looking to have happen. So I have blown out all of the other systems of like, fuck it, this is how I work. Um, so it's an immersive. Cool. And so we basically do and go wherever we need to go um, to get the results. But really it's to get them more in touch with who they are and how they really are meant to function here in the world and to Hmm. more easily release the old conditioning. Most of us, again, don't even know we're running it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. When we're not aware of the conditioning that we're running in, are are there sometimes things that we are conditioned with that – are in in from your perspective have you ever seen anything that isn't changeable no if somebody is willing okay actually you know what no there is nothing that is not changeable but here's what happens so with when you're willing to come in and say okay whatever it takes i want i want this to change it's an easier process what i know to be true about our evolution is if somebody is let's say resistant putting their, you know, hands on their hips, and they're like, nope, not going to do it. If that soul's evolution, if that soul wants that individual here on planet Earth to get a message, it's going to happen, and that shift Mm -hmm. will take place. It may take a whole lot longer. It may be a whole lot more painful. It may be a longer, drawn-out process, but everything is changeable. So when people that. are coming in, yeah, when people are coming into even thinking about talking to a coach, there is a level of desire that has already been set in motion, and it just makes things easier. Yeah. Having the level of desire to create change. So for those of you who are listening and you're thinking, I might just give Rhonda a call, and uh, you know, you and then you fall in love with her because that's probably going to be what's happening, <laughs> then. <laughs> You might want to take those hands off the hip 
and just allow yourself to receive and you're investing in you and that's part of the reverence for you too. When you're investing in a coach that can um, really assist you in moving into the directions in your life that you desire to be, when, when you're investing in that, you're investing in you, right? So some people will look at it and go, well, that was a lot of money. Well, are you, do you realize that you are investing in you. So be willing to receive everything when you choose this. Um, and I try, I try, that's an interesting word I just said. Um, <laughs> but I am aware that there are people that I work with who are pretty resistant to the change. I'm like, I don't think that it's worth coming back because you're not really interested in creating change. Um, right. And it's funny how sometimes offering that option of not coming back will have those barriers just drop and then sometimes they they walk away. And it's okay either way. Sometimes it is the responsibility of the coach or the therapist or whatever position you're in um, to just acknowledge when the person's like not willing to change and go, okay, cool, you're not willing to change. That's okay. You don't have to come back. Because um, some people will just keep doing it just for the fight and it's like, Okay, that's and, fine. And there are plenty of coaches and facilitators out there that will take people's money and just let that person continue. I personally, I, I don't do that anymore. I, I am here to assist those that truly desire something greater for themselves and the future and, and the people in their lives. And so I, I will not, I don't play small. I just don't. I can't do that. It doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel good to me. So, yeah. Awesome. So if anybody's willing to play large, be reverent, have great <laughs> greaterness in your whole life, like reverence Get with money, reverence with your, uh, yeah, because you know what? Reverence is effing sexy. Like when somebody sexy. looks at you and they just like are in adoration of you, it's just awesome. I just love it, you know, or even like, cause we're on the pleasure zone and I will be going to commercial in a minute, but <laughs> But when somebody even looks at your body with, like, awe, and they're like, wow, like, ah, uh, this is just, like, I'm so grateful and just so, like, they're just expansively joyful that they get to be in the presence of you and your body. And then you, it's like an automatic return system. Like, your body just automatically goes into reverence for their body, un unless there's maybe some conditioning going on and you start ju judging, but... Uh, from my personal experience, it's like somebody's in awe. Like, how can you not be in awe? And yeah. uh, it's such a beautiful gift to give somebody to be in awe of them too. Just like, oh, wow, look at much. you and your awesomeness. Yeah. Just like we Amen. could just like look at people. We just have a call rounder where we just bring on people and we just look at them with awe and then send them on their merry way. <laughs> that would be so funny. Man, now that sounds like fun. Oh my god! Right? Oh, don't get started. <laughs> the reference book. Come on, we're just gonna look at you, and then you're gonna go away. Adore <laughs> you with our eyes, with our eyeballs. That's right. That's right. I've been told my eyeballs. Well, I told somebody told me once that I violated them with my eyes, so I guess my eyes are pretty powerful. <laughs> I guess you can, can look with reverence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can do stuff. You can feel my eyeballs. <laughs> so guys we're heading to our uh, last commercial break you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution 
Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight, we've been talking about reverent, the return of reverent relationships with my friend Rhonda Burns. She's a coach and she does many things beyond coaching as well. She's working with men uh, in particular. I'm sure she wouldn't refuse a woman to show up though. And though um, her target is to work with men uh, to create a different leading edge sort of for men so that men can have a different kind of way of being in relationships it might be a little easier for them in these changing times with women um women's perspective and attitudes about relationships and men changing a lot so i think it's a great gift and i think there that's something that we're going to see more of is men desiring to know how do i have relationships in this world that's so ever changing and i have actually heard that from several men who uh, come to me for sessions, they're like, how do I be with women? I, I want a complimenter shirt, but I don't want to be arrested for thinking it's sexual harassment, like the fine line um, that's going on. And men are very concerned and they really want to give. Like so many of these men just want to give compliments, but they're so afraid of getting in trouble. Or they want to like admire women, but they're afraid if they look too long, they're going to get in trouble. Um, so I usually just give them permission to give me lots of compliments and admire me. And I'm like, cool, you can do that with me. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So what if, um, what if we started with some quick tools for people that they can take, uh, you know, into their own lives and start beginning to have some reverence for themselves? What are some of the top key things that you would suggest Rhonda for, 
uh, for the listeners out there who would like to begin their steps to having a reverent relationship with themselves. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And so before I dive in, you guys can get this core elements list uh, by joining my, my email list. Um, there's a PDF, 131 pleasure practices that you'll get, and then this 10 core elements to reverent relationships. So if you don't get the few that I've offered, you can just come on the email list and you'll get that as a gift just for joining us. And I'm not going to blast you every day. I'm not one of these consistent emailers. <laughs> so um, you can unsubscribe at any time. But basically, and, and to many, this may not be new information, but this is where I would recommend starting. So first and foremost, examine what's going on in your life right now. Like, really be honest with yourself and say, okay, what's working and what may not be working as well? So really do an examination of what's working, what's not. And then I'd say, okay, what do you really want? Like, do you really want a relationship or do you want a different type of relationship or do you want a different job or whatever it is? Do you, you know, what do you really want? I feel like Noah on the notebook um, mm -hmm. when he's yelling at Allie, like, what do you want? No, you know, and so he's busted <laughs> at her. I always think of him, but what do you really want? Be honest with yourself in that examination. Nobody else has to know it but you. Write it down. What do you really want? That is so critical. When I finally gave myself permission to be really honest about what I wanted, it was kind of like a no-brainer, and it really also dumbfounded me. It's like, oh, it's been there all along, but I just had to verbalize it to myself. And then when mm -hmm. you do that, it catalyzes the ability to start to take steps and actions and change thought patterns and change beliefs so that it can actually show up. Make sense? Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And we touched was, on the other one. Go ahead. Sorry. The honest part, I was working with a client a few weeks ago, and it really, um, I've known her for years, and for so many years, she's had a, a thing about, um, a she's had a certain thing that she says about relationships. When it came down to it, she had created a, a list, like a desire list, and I was like, okay, well, that's mm -hmm. one way to approach it. And then I, I said, well, are you really honest in your list? Like, have you actually said all the things that are really true to you? Because what I know about her and I just mentioned I said you know you end up in relationships where you fight and then you have this like really extreme good sex so is that something that you really like like do you want to be in a relationship with fights and arguments um, and now after 15 years she's admitted that that's actually what she really likes to have I'm like cool that's not wrong if you like fighting exactly. and you like the makeup sex then choose it but don't make it wrong and definitely add it to your list and that's part of this honesty, really self-examination looks is be really true. to It doesn't have to look like everybody else's list. It doesn't have to look positive. It just has to be true to you. Amen. Could not have said it better. I love that. Yeah. Um, and and the beauty of that is when we get really clear, it, it creates a vibrational alignment that then allows the law of attraction, which is the delivery mechanism, mm -hmm. if you will, it allows those people that match that to show up. And so if you want to fight with your lover, your spouse, or whomever, and have that phenomenal makeup sex, guarantee you can call it in. But you've got to be really honest. And, and yeah, totally. not make any of it wrong. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, when you are honest, that mechanism kicks in. I was playing with this concept today around uh, asking to 
what I, and this is a, a bit of a tangent, but we're kind of talking about, you know, creating relationships and we do have um, the true honesty of, of what's going on for you and you've made that list. And a lot of those things in that list are usually a bit of an ask. What I began to wonder and play with was, you know, when we are asking, how often do we really look at what we're asking for? What is it? What are the thing that we're asking for? What will it create in our life? What will it, if we have it, you know, what will it fill? And I kind of got this idea from looking at one of my um, nieces and she came over and she was, she was asking for everything in my, in my house, which was really cute. I was like, (laughs) you know, if, if it's something that you really need in your life, you can have it. Will it make your life better to have this? And she's two and a half and some things she got like, no. And some things was like, yeah, she really, that Barbie was going to make her life better. And having a quartz crystal was going to make her life better. And there were some things that were just going to make her life better. So I'm like, cool. If you're aware of that, um, and I also like to like look at like when you're asking for something, what you know, what, what is it that you perceive that when you receive it, you know, will create in your life. So, for example, asking for money, when you ask for it and you receive it, what will that do for you? What will it create for you? Because so many people just have have an ask, but they haven't really looked at the energy of, behind like, and when it shows up, what will what will that create for you? When it shows yeah. up, because now you can't even let it show up because you don't even get the energy of what it will create for you. So asking for relationships, what will that create for you? If you really want that fight, what will that create for you? Oh, Be aware of so it. Many, yeah, so many of us are asking for things coming from a place of when I have that thing, I will be made more whole. I will yeah. be better for it. It's like it's actually – it can it can add to our existence. It can add to our abundance. Mm-hmm. It can add, but we are already whole, and that's the message I really want people to get. We really are already whole, and when we add things, it just makes it all that much better. But that's not really where most of us are functioning from. So got a little work to do. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I think this this does tie in actually to the conversation on reverence and reverent relationships. When we do start to receive the things we asked for, even having reverence for them showing up and like, wow, you know, and like the clouds open, and you're like, wow, everything can be like, hallelujah, I asked for $5 and $5 showed up. I asked for this and this showed Like, it's just fun to be so excited for everything and be in awe of the universe conspiring behind your back to create a greater uh, life for everyone. I want to thank you, Rhonda, for being on the show tonight. It was such a pleasure having you, having your voice thank back you. on the radio and having you share all of your everything with the universe and everybody can be welcome to having sessions with you. I'm so excited for your business and all that you're creating. And for everybody who's listening, remember to stay tuned in and turned on till next week. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in.